1: Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? Well, as I was announced, I am Arla Goldberg, and this is Guided Spirit Conversations. We are going to have a unique show today. Uh, Due to circumstances beyond anyone's control, I am now going to be my own guest. So feel free to call in if you have any questions, any thoughts, any concerns. I'm so happy to be back with you. I've been doing a little bit of traveling, so it's nice to be back in the seat and talking with you again. So today's conversation is about forgiveness and how forgiveness is the gift you give yourself. So I'm going to just do a deep dive right in there and ask you, have you ever, and I know the answer would be yes, because we're all human, right? Have you ever had circumstances where you are really angry and it's just not easy to let go? It's something that you'd let linger, whether it's for days, weeks, could be hours or months or years. Um, And maybe somebody deceased, you know, did things when you were a child, or even in your adult life that you find it hard to forgive. So I'm going to share with you Um, Because we've all had it. We've all been criticized. We've all been judged. We've all had people in our lives that we trusted that turned around and did something that really hurt us. It could be um, taking something away that belonged to you. I don't know if I'd call it stealing, but maybe if somebody knew that you wanted to do something and they Sort of like snuck in and took the opportunity away from you. It could be a relationship that you got angry about. I know that there's a few of them in my life. I'm still working through, um, and I'm making efforts. Not all efforts, um, not all efforts are accepted. And I will share with you a personal antidote. I adopted two children. You'll read it in my book, My Effing Long Journey. Um, when they were 10 and 13, when I came into their lives. And the circumstances were, the, the life was much harder than I thought it was gonna be. I thought I was signing up for a partnership and that's not what happened. That's what I was told what happened. That's not what would happen. And I ended up raising three children instead of two, meaning my former husband. Um, and my eldest got engaged. I connected him with somebody I knew, got him a beautiful, Stone for his fiance at the time. And then because out of my concern about some of the dynamics that were within the family constraint, um, I said something. I shared some information that I didn't have a clue that he didn't want to communicate. Why he never had a conversation with me. But because I was so nervous, I just I blurted out something at an inappropriate time. You know, foot and mouth disease, and we have that. So, you know, he got angry, and he and he started treating me really badly. Now, I'd always walked on eggshells around him because, you know, something I did or said would always set him off. But I was, you know, I really wanted to have the relationship with him. But it got so painful for me in my heart. That on a daily basis, I just felt that my heart was being crushed over and over and over again, which um, I know his intent was to protect himself. But he was not beyond wanting to retaliate for anything that he blamed me for, whether it was true or not. And so I reached out to him after almost a decade. And I said, I'd like to meet with you. And the response is not, not not. really important we didn't meet. I did send him a, a quick three line message um, about wanting to for, you know to apologize for my part of our situation to let him know that I still loved to missed him regardless of the past. and I have forgiven him, but I wanted to apologize. I um, think about apologies about forgiveness is we are a part of each of our situations. We are the common, common denominator in all our experiences. So, because if we didn't, we um, if we weren't the common denominator, you know, then it would be somebody else's life. Uh, so, what is a decision? What is forgiveness? Well, forgiveness is a decision that you make Consciously, to let go of the resentment and thoughts of revenge or hanging on to the pain they caused you. Um, And so, this is what we're talking about today. It's about forgiveness, it's about how to forgive. It was, um, and you know, this is a process that I am working on myself. So I'm going to share with you some of the things that that hanging on to anger and resentment on this, you know, hanging on to anger and resentment, what it can do to you physically, emotionally, spiritually, and how to and, and exercises on how to heal. So I'm sharing my experiences because I want you to know you are not the only one. Um, I had somebody write in to me and share that, um, and I hope this is okay that I'm sharing, that her father never liked her on her whole life growing up in all of her years. And she has a hard time forgiving him for not liking her. But the last year of his life where he was going through Alzheimer's and he forgot he didn't like her. And he actually liked me for that year. I never got closure to, to it. And so I want to share with her because she was felt that she was doing something selfishly. A lot of times, a lot of the situations that go on are not necessarily because of anything you've done. Sometimes people project their stuff because they have no outlet. So I don't know where you were in the birth um category, if you were first, second, third, fifth, tenth. Um, but sometimes, let's say I'll talk about me again because I'm I can only talk about from my experience, I was not a planned pregnancy. I was um I was an oops baby, a love baby, whatever you want to call it. Now, my situation is my situation. I was not held My father didn't resent me for it, but I could see where maybe something unexpected happened and there was a resentment. It could be something you, that nothing you did, okay, third from the bottom of nine. So it's, you know, there's a lot of um, emotions that we take on as ours, but they're projection based on someone else. So I want to first talk about some of the issues you can, you can, the health issues you can bring on by hanging on to anger and resentment. And so some of the, the, the health issues you can acquire insomnia, anxiety, depression, headaches. You can have digestive issues. You can have GERD, constant heartburn. And think about it. What is heartburn? Heartburn is your heart burning. It is is an effect from how you're feeling. Not always from a spicy food or food that doesn't get along with you. It could be something you're hanging on to. High blood pressure. It could lead to heart attacks. It could lead to strokes, eating disorders. But even, you know, with all of those things, hanging on to the resentment can really, I'm trying to find the right words, um, really block the flow in your life. And I know from my life, um, I used to hang on to a lot of things. I'm for I for, I'm in the process of forgiving. I have forgiven. I have let go. And it's really important that if you make a concerted effort that you want to have forgiveness in your life, that you let go of it. It's not like saying, yeah, I forgive you. And then you keep bringing it up every five minutes um, or any time there's an opportunity. It is, I forgive you. And then you just need to let it go. Release it. Release it from... Your energetic field, your mind, your heart. So let's talk about forgiveness. This is a gift you give yourself. This is not, you don't forgive somebody to let them off the hook. You don't forgive someone to feel that they got away with something. This karma takes care of all of that. You don't have to be around to see it. You don't have to be around to know. But you can, you can, be self, you know, well aware that you don't have to do anything and and karma takes care of its own issues. Okay. And some people say, what is karma? Karma is just the result of the actions you put out. Now, if you're putting out loving actions, supportive actions, if you're trying to be of service, if you're helping, your karma could be, you know. Great. And it's like in a residual file cabinet. I'm just going to use it as an analogy. Or it could be the total opposite, where whether it be in this lifetime or down the road and further lifetimes and future lifetimes, your karma could be that you have these these things that you have to overcome. So I'll give you an example. A, somebody who's in a wheelchair is walking down the street and some people, one person, a number of people abuse this individual, taunt them, tease them. Maybe they try rolling over their wheelchair, um, but they're constantly abusive to people who are, are weaker than they are, who can't defend themselves, who are bullies. Okay, they never apologize. They think they're entitled to be this way. Yes, you've injured a person, you know, which you will deal with when you have your debriefing, when you transition. But in a future lifetime, if you don't um, amend your actions, if you don't apologize, whether it's energetically doing silent apologies or you write an apology letter that you never sent, you will take this on and there might be a lifetime where you might end up being a victim in a wheelchair where somebody's picking on you because your soul will need to feel what it was like to have this incident done. Now, we're talking about forgiveness, but for the person who is bullied, what's really important is they forgive the person who bullied them. In addition, they might want to have practice ways to forgive themselves for their resentment, for their anger, for their pain. Not that they're not legitimate; it's always legitimate, but it's to to free themselves up from the burden that. That happens. And if you want to visualize um, a chain around your shoulders and submit blocks behind you, and you're carrying them down the street, and every time you walk, instead of being able to walk freely and flow and, and have lightness around you, everything is heavy, it's dark, and you receive things. So you want to apologize. You want to extend forgiveness to others and to yourself to release yourself from these binds, from these burdens. And it sounds so insurmountable. But guess what? It's not. You can do it. You can do anything you set your mind to do. I'm a firm believer of that. And I've always been a firm believer of that because I've lived that way the majority of my life. There are things that I've done in my life that... No one thought that I'd be able to do. And, but I knew that if I put my mind to something, that I can do it. And that's including forgiveness. So if you have any questions or thoughts about what I'm saying, please feel free to call me at 888-346-9141. Again, 888-346-9141. And I would be happy to answer your questions. But so this is what forgiveness is. And, 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 and yes, people do things to us. And here's the important thing to know. It's not what they do to us. It's our reaction to them. And um, because that's where the imprints lie. That's where the blocks lie. So and the next segment we're going to come into, we're going to talk about the ways we can extend forgiveness, whether in person Or virtually in absentia. You don't necessarily have to forgive a person or situation and have them in front of you. You're able to forgive them by doing some practices and they're powerful. But one of the before we go into that what I want to share is that when we're angry we tend to repress our emotions because society says oh It's not good to be angry. Oh, you can't react that way. Oh, screaming is not good. Yelling is not good. Feeling hurt is not good. Feeling the pain is not good. So we stuff it down. So I'm also going to give you a couple of exercises to release this pent-up energy and emotion. Um, I use it some days more than others. Sometimes... You know, it happens in a short sequence. Sometimes it's months because I've gotten it up and out and I don't feel the need to release it because there's nothing to release. But if you haven't released it, I'm going to start with sharing my release by exertion. So in my book, My Effing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path, it's a semi-biographical book about you know, my life and things I repressed and, and because I did my bad decisions and until I actually started walking down my spiritual path. And then I learned these amazing tips, tools, techniques that allowed me to release my, my pent up and repressed emotions, feelings, um, and, and allowed me to free myself to then be allowed to move forward, to forgive myself to then accept myself and ultimately move into self-love, where forgiveness is just one step on that journey to finding self-love. And so what I do is I have a kid's bat. It's a Nerf bat. You can get a plastic one or a Nerf one. And I'm going to do a little um, caveat. This is not to be used on animals. It is not to be used on people, it is to be used on a mattress, on a sofa, on an a overstuffed chair, some soft surface. And what you do is you visualize what it is you want to release. It could be a general release, or you might want to release the anger that is attached to a certain individual. And so you take this back. You go to your soft surface, you raise it above your head, and with all your might, you start hitting that soft surface, that mattress, that pillow. That, if you And if you need to scream when you do it, scream. If you start crying, cry. Allow all your emotions to come out because you don't want to repress them back in. This is the door opening for your release. We're going to go to a break, and I'm going to come back with some more of these tips, tools, and techniques. So I hope you'll stay tuned.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream? But you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer the original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G O L D B E R R G.com. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you are invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is GuidedSpiritConversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. If you're just tuning in, I'm Marla Goldberg, and I'm my own guest on today's show. So this is a call-in show. You can call in and talk to me, ask me questions, share, share something that you want to, you know, guidance on and I'll be more than happy to be there for you and, and talk to you the number to call is 888-346-9141 again 888-346-9141 if you want to know more about me and what I do my website is Marla Goldberg with two hours and goldberg.com and you can see how I work with my clients my public speaking my writing um, and how I can be of service with you, to you, with you because I look at working with clients as being a team. Okay, so when we went on break, for those on the audio side, we were talking about different techniques that one can use to give forgiveness, to offer forgiveness, not only to others, but to yourself. But the first step in forgiving is releasing. So, because we, again, I'm gonna sound repetitive, we tend to repress and hold back our feelings and emotions, our angers. Um, and it might, it might manifest as depression. It could manifest as anxiety. It could manifest as PTSD. Um, then you've got the headaches, digestive issues. I mean, it goes on and on. You can have skin issues. You can have eczema come up based on you know, the repression and the anger that you're still holding. So I said my release by exertion. I did one part, the bat. There's more. There is. You can take the same release by exertion. You can play tennis and visualize someone's face on the ball. And I used to do that. And when I would serve the ball, I would have a face I was angry with. And I would hit the ball with all my might. Now, I wouldn't necessarily start crying and be emo, you know, have emotion, but the release was phenomenal. I would also box. I would. Um, I had a partner, and I would again picture the face in the middle of the glove that I was hitting, the sweet spot, and I would go for it. And I'll tell you, it helped my aim tremendously. But all of this will start getting the energies and emotions out. I know uh, a gal who lives in a remote area and her home is on stilts. And what she does is she goes to the dollar store, buys $1 plates and mugs and whatever. And because there's no animals or any people down where she does this to, she will start whipping plates down into this gully that's uh, by her house. And, Sometimes the the sound of breaking glass also helps you. It's a release. So these are some uh, one one version of ways you can release. But anything physical will help you get things up and out. Uh, You can do a quick walk, a run, working out these are great ways to release and then when you release the endorphins kick in and you start to feel good you start to feel better now you've given yourself an open space to start trying some of these exercises let's talk about how to focus on forgiving someone in the you know face to face You know, someone is actually going to give you the time and space to apologize or for you to tell them how you feel. So some strengths that you can, strong ways to do this. First of all, if you are the one who did the deed, if you are the one who said the bad word, the action, you projected something negative onto somebody, take ownership of it. It's hard. Ego does not want to own things like that. Believe me, I know firsthand. So everything I'm talking to you about is because of my personal experience. And saying I'm sorry was not an easy thing for me. And so learning to say I was sorry became very powerful. To say I'm sorry for what I did. I'm sorry that my actions caused Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Apology, being able to own your behavior, is huge. It's a huge step in your ability to be forgiven and to forgive them. Because traditionally what happens if somebody gets angry, somebody responds in anger back to you. So nobody is really faultless, but if you were the instigator, Take ownership for it. Own what you've done. It will be amazing when you do that. Um, acknowledge that you caused pain. I'm sorry I hurt you. I'm sorry what I did made you feel, however it made you feel. Acknowledge that you' the person's importance in that relationship. You being in my life is is so important to me. I would never intentionally want to hurt you the way I did. I'm sorry. It is amazing what happens when you tell somebody how important they are to you and that you're sorry for what you did, for whatever the reason was. Make a commitment that you're not going to do it again. And then really consciously don't do it again i mean we all we all lose it sometimes but if you start to become mindful of your words your thoughts your deeds and how you how you live your life you will then know your true signals as to what is triggering you what is going to trigger you and you can then be aware So you don't have to react that way again. You don't have to hurt someone that way again. You may, but not not intentionally. Sometimes it just happens. And then you can ask the person if they can ever forgive you for what you've done. Now that's one way of doing this. You can meets me with someone face-to-face, and you can talk about what happened. Not as a you, 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 you thing, but as a, when this happened, it made me feel. When I felt this way, I reacted this way. Your words, your thoughts, your project, whatever it might be, When that happened, this is how it made me feel. Because sometimes people are absolutely clueless as to what their actions have done to the other individual. As inconsequential as they might have thought it was, if you're wounded, you're wounded. And nobody can ever tell you how you feel. You know how you feel. You know if you've put yourself out over and over again and then somebody over and over again does rude things to you, hurtful things to you, disrespectful things to you. Now, we have another part. What if they're no longer with us on Earth, like like the, uh, the person who's been writing to me? Um, what if they don't live around you and you can't see them? There are ways you can put out your forgiveness or forgive them. So one of my favorite ways is the forgiveness letter. So there are three parts to this forgiveness letter. You can do one, both, or all three of these segments. And then at the end you have a ritual. So let's go through segment number one. You go into automatic writing and if you don't know what automatic writing is, go on YouTube, do a short meditation, to open up your heart, to open up your mind, for healing, whatever resonates with you. when you come out of that meditation, you always have a pad of paper and a pen near you. And then you start writing your letter, dear so-and-so. In that letter, don't filter, don't judge, don't criticize, and don't edit. This is you Dumping all of your emotions, all of your feelings, everything that has that was done to you and how it made you feel—all of that goes into this letter. All of it. You don't don't hide your language. If you want to drop an f bomb like every other word, drop the f bomb. If you, you know, want to call them names because of how you're feeling, call them names. Tell them how it affected you. Tell them the pain that it caused you and the scars that it left behind. When you're done, it could be two pages, it could be 10 pages, it can be 20 pages. When you're done, sign it. I forgive you with love and your name. Then I'm gonna ask that you step away from what you wrote. Now you don't have to do this all in one condensed time frame. You can do this over periods because you want to be able to process what you're doing and allow the process to take hold. And sometimes after writing the letter, it may bring up emotions. Okay, go and do some uh, release techniques. Go release by exertion. You know, bake some bread and punch it down and really punch it down. I mean, there's just ways of doing it where you can release and feel better. The next step is you go into the the meditation process. You come out of the process. And again, you have your pen and paper, right, handy. And as you come out, you don't think about it. You just start writing a response. Dear me, whomever me is, write your first name down. I am so sorry. And just keep writing again. It's important that you don't judge, don't criticize it, don't edit it, don't filter it, let it flow. When you're done, no matter how many pieces of paper this takes, sign it, I forgive you, with love, and your name. Now you put that aside. If you choose to do part number three, you step away whether it's for an hour, six hours, a day. When you come back, you go into the meditative process. Then when you're coming out of the process again, you have your paper and pen next to you and you write, dear me. You can say, dear me, or use your first name. And then forgive yourself. Again, automatically writing it. Don't think about what you're writing. Don't edit, don't judge, don't criticize, don't filter. Just write. And write down how you are forgiving yourself. And then when you're done with that, again, step away from this process. Stretch your legs, have a, have something to drink. And then have a ritual to rid yourself of these emotions. Now, when you make your declaration of forgiving, of releasing, of accepting the apology if you went to part two, you need to really be prepared to release it and let it go, and not allow it to affect you further. So, if you have the uh, fire pit in your backyard, or you have a fireplace that you can put paper in, do a fire ritual. Oh my God, they're powerful! And if you watch the paper burn, you might see the gnarly energy releasing. I've just done something with a with a fire. A ceremony. And it was incredible. The images you see in there. Make a declaration. Again, I forgive you. I accept your forgiveness. And I forgive myself. And then you put the papers into the fire pit, the chimney, the whatever it might be. And set it off. If you don't have the ability to light a fire, You can shred it, and you can, you know, let it blow to the wind. You can put all the papers or one by one in a tub of water, whether it's a bowl, a sink, whatever it is, and watch the ink smear whatever it is that was written. And again, you're putting it in, you're making the declaration that you're releasing, you're letting go, you're forgiving, and then you can watch the water circle the drain with the emotions going down the drain, setting the intention that the emotions are going down the drain and that you are letting it go fully and abundantly. So that is one very powerful technique. Another one is a chair visualization technique. Put a chair in front of you and visualize the individual you want to forgive and then tell that individual, everything, you know, that you're forgiving them for, the pain they caused you, this, that, the other thing. You can say, what you did hurt me, and you can mention what you did. they did. You may not want to mention what you did. This is your experience, but you just visualize that there is that being in front of you who did whatever they did, and you let that being know, what they did to you and how it affected you, but how you're now going to forgive them and let it go. And again, this could be a five-minute conversation. It could be a 30-minute conversation. It's your conversation. When you're ready, let it go. Okay? Perfect. So I'm going to take a quick break. I'll be back. I've got more to share with you. And um, I hope this is helpful for you. So feel free to call me at 888-346-9141 or get onto the the Facebook page and text me so I can read what you have to say, your thoughts, your feelings, something you'd like me to talk about. Or if you want to text me directly, you can text me at 847-275-5584. Hang on and I'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Take care. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on
0: TuneIn. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com.
1: your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is GuidedSpiritConversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Marla Goldberg, and thank you for sticking around. If you've just tuned in, we're talking about forgiveness. And I was giving some explanations of techniques that one can use to forgive others, and forgive themselves. But it's charity shout-out time, and though I'm here with myself, I have a charity, and that is Mayo Clinic. The Mayo Clinic does amazing work. I know what it's done for me, how it's helped me. They've done things that no other doctor would attempt to do, and so, They can always use donations. They can use help. Go to mayoclinic.org and check them out. Um, They have three locations. There's one in Phoenix, one in Jacksonville, Florida, and one in Rochester, Minnesota. But they, they, they take challenging cases, and they really are able to help people in the most miraculous of ways. So this is my charity shout out. Okay, so back to some more techniques on how to re- how to forgive others and yourself in abstinence. So the second one is very similar. You can go into a meditative process, visualize you with the individual who caused the pain, or you can visualize yourself and then Go through a process where you forgive either the individual or forgive yourself. I want to touch on forgiving ourselves. It is one of the hardest things to do, to take ownership and responsibility for our words, our thoughts, our projections, our actions. Um, Ego, we live in ego, right? So there's healthy ego and then there's the unhealthy ego. And the healthy ego is what gets us through in life. It pushes us, it has us do. The unhealthy ego is the one that is the blamer, the judge, the critic. And many of us live from that place. So forgiving yourself is really potent in your life's flow, on your life's journey. Because when you can truly forgive yourself for things that you've done, whether intentional or unintentional, it frees you to move through your life with a flow and a, a joy that you hadn't felt before. So, you know, I, earlier I talked to you about the forgiveness letter. If you wanna forgive yourself, you can just do this forgiveness letter for you. Um, you can journal, forgive. you know, you can write in a journal how you wanna forgive someone or forgive yourself when you're done writing in the journal. So I have two, a couple of journals. You have the positive journal, you have the negative journal. So you write all those emotional things um, and how you forgive yourself, how you might forgive somebody else in the negative journal. The positive journal is for manifesting. It's for projecting and visualizing what you want to bring to yourself, what you want to bring to your life. But when you're done with the negative journal, again, a burning ritual, burn the negative thoughts, the feelings, the emotions that are all written in these pages. And you can do it section by section. You don't have to do the whole book. When you're done writing, rip it out, burn it. Again, with a declaration of, I'm forgiving myself. I'm forgiving this person. I'm letting these negative energies go. It's important that you make the declaration. You just don't throw it in. Have a ritual. Do something around it for releasing. You know, shamans, um, the the Mayans, everybody, you know, all those different uh, factions had their own ceremonies for releasing and letting go. They just didn't toss it in the wind. There was something they said to support it. So that is something that's really, really important as well. You can role-play with a trusted friend or family member where they're the other person. Um, and you sit there and you they role-play with you. So you have someone who's actually reflecting back to you what you're feeling, what you're saying, what you're forgiving. So And, and you may receive the apology that you've always wanted in this role-playing segment. But you let it go organically. You role play organically. um, And just allow what comes out to come out. um, Make it the least contrived way you can with, again, out filtering, editing, without judgment. Just allow it to happen. And allow things to come full circle. Because something may sound a certain way at the beginning. Allow the comment to finish so that you understand that it's not as bleak as it may seem as as it's coming out. One of the last uh, techniques that I'm going to share is Ho'oponopono. So you may have heard Joe Vital. He's got great classes for like $39, so you can get certified in Ho'oponopono. Ho'oponopono is a Hawaiian, Uh, It was derived in Hawaii. And it was powerful. And since I'm my memory is not give, serving me well, um, there was a female shaman who came up with this technique. and you say four phrases to clear and clean and clear, not only the situation but yourself. because when you whatever whatever is going on with you, whatever is affecting you, there's like a cord and you can clear it and clean it. So I'm paraphrasing this. Um, So what are the four statements? I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, I forgive myself, thank you. Oops, five phrases. I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, I forgive myself, thank you. And what you can do is set an intention Of you want to forgive yourself for, or you want to forgive somebody else, or you want to forgive a situation. And I'll repeat the phrase again I'm sorry. I love you. Excuse me. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I forgive myself. Thank you. Now, if you mess up the words like I just did, don't beat yourself up over it because. It'll still work. You're still cleaning, you're still clearing, you're still making the statements. And you can sit there and do the statement for three minutes, five minutes, 15 minutes. You have to do it until you're the one who feels like you're clean, like whatever this trigger is, is gone. And you have the power to do this. You have the power to forgive. You have the power to release and let go. And you have the power to live the most incredible life. Because once you let go of all of the things that are weighing you down, the, the negative emotions, the constantly beating yourself up because of a situation, try the opposite. Forgive yourself. There's mirror work. So what is mirror work? You look yourself in the eye and you can say, I forgive you. I forgive you for, and you can have a long dialogue with yourself, looking yourself in the eye. Sometimes it's not easy and you might have to do it in small bite-sized pieces, but it's powerful. And when you look yourself in the eye you see your soul. And just keep doing it. If it makes you feel uncomfortable, that's okay. You know, do it for as long as you can do it. It might be 30 seconds, it could be a minute. Again, it could be five minutes. You can have a really great conversation with you. You can crack yourself up telling jokes. But the point is, is having this this doing the mirror work is also another powerful technique. That one can use to release, to forgive, and to live the beautiful life you are divinely meant to live. So, does anybody have any thoughts or questions about what I have just explained and shared with you? It's just so important. We're, you know, this is not a dress rehearsal. No, we are everlasting. Our spirit never dies, and this is a temporary casing that we have, our body. Um, We also have the divine right to live the most beautiful, amazing life while we're in this, this lifetime that we're living. And my hope, my dream, my desire, my fire of desire, as I like to say, is that you, whoever's listening or watching to this, if this resonates with you, that you take this in. And you try some of these exercises to make your life better. Not to make someone else's life better. I know I said this earlier, but I'm going to repeat myself. For by offering forgiveness to yourself or to somebody else is not letting you off the hook for bad behavior. You're not letting them off the hook for bad behavior. But what you're doing is you are unburdening, unburdening yourself. To have the life that you dream of, that you desire, and that you deserve. Because we're all shining light of God, of Source, of Gaia, whatever word you want to have. And it is for our highest and best good to live our highest and best life. Well, we're coming to the close of the show. I am so grateful that you've tuned in. I hope that this conversation about forgiveness has been helpful. I hope that my sharing um, a personal story was not too overwhelming because we all have them. If I've experienced this, someone else out there has experienced it as well. And we're not taught how to deal with anger and forgiveness with grace, with ease. And so I wanted to come on here today and give you some ways to help you in your life. I want to thank everyone at Voice America for all they do to get this show on. It, they're amazing. And I am so grateful for all you do for me. I want to thank Bridget, my, assist, my assistant, my, my VA. She is incredible. She's my right arm, my left arm. I don't know where I'd be without her. And I thank her from the bottom of my heart for all she does, her patience, her tolerance, her memory to help me through everything. Again, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day, out of your life, to be a part of the show through watching, texting, whatever it is. Um, I'm just so grateful for you in whatever capacity you're in the show. And if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, concerns, feel free to email me at marla at mghealer.com. If you like the shows, go to my YouTube page and like it, subscribe to it, and write a review for it. I also want to ask you to check my website, marlagoldberg.com. And remember, Goldberg has two R's. And check out what I do, how I work with my clients, how I can work with you, how I can help you. Read some of my articles. And again, uh, some of my other interviews where I've been a guest. I also have the 30-Day Meditation Challenge. 30 ways in 30 days to deepen or start your meditation practice. So until next week. And as always, I'm sending you love, I'm sending you blessings, and I'm sending you gratitude. I love you. I'm grateful for you. And I wish you all the best in each and every step you take down your journey. Till next week, have a great day.